Hello there, welcome to Stuck in the Mud, the podcast. This is the podcast that was launched from my book, Stuck in the Mud, Stories of Hope for When You're Stuck. You can actually still get Stuck in the Mud. Um, It's available on Amazon. Uh, It's available from Christian bookshops. And of course, if you know me personally, you know I've got a few copies. Um, I don't have many copies, actually, but I'm looking at one right now because I always uh, keep one reasonably handy in the living room so that's where i'm sat at the moment in my own living room Um, i've been doing some filming and some recording this morning in fact i just realized that i've left the ring light on next to me and to my right is my guitar uh, which i've just been playing and uh and uh, uh what's perhaps interesting about that that might sound like i'm just talking some random stuff but today Um, We're talking about a principle which I learned from a mentor of mine, uh, Matt Summerfield, who uh, I was actually talking about in the last podcast as well. Uh, Matt's made quite a big positive difference in my life. And uh, and so I asked him whether I could sort of steal um, uh, one of the things that he teaches. And that's what I'm going to be talking about today. Uh, but the reason why I told you about the ring light next to me and my guitar next to me is that one of the things that I've learned, and today we're talking about the things that you have to do in your life. Um, one of the things that I've learned is that if I've got a bunch of things to film, whether it's music or videos for adverts for you know my sort of day job or whether it's this podcast there's a single set of equipment that I need and if I can schedule a good few hours then I can do all of those blended into one period of time now am I going to deal with absolutely everything that I've recorded today in the next few minutes no obviously I'm not but I can get all the recording done and that's what I'm doing now I'm sat with my website open uh, I'm sat with um, with my guitar to my side um, and I'm sat with this microphone in front of me to record the different things that I've committed to recording, things that are important to me, but also things that I think might end up being important to you. If you heard the last podcast, you'll know that, that I've been really pleased recently to look at the statistics on the podcast and find that people are actually listening to it. The main reason why I do this podcast is so that I can re-listen to it and I can hopefully increase my skill in recording. Um, you might have heard this sort of said before, but but to become a master of something, you need to have done it for, what is it, like 100,000 hours or something like that. But it, I, I'm not quite sure what the actual number is. But I remember when I was younger, I really wanted to play the guitar, so I, I gave it a significant chunk of my time and I would love to be a much better public speaker than I am today so what am I doing well I don't have an audience in front of me but I do have a microphone and I do have notes and things that I know I want to say and so by doing this podcast I hope that I'm putting in the hours to become better at this maybe I don't know maybe one day I'll be invited to do something slightly more significant but for now I'm just putting in the time and if you're enjoying it then that's absolutely brilliant for me and um and maybe, I don't know, maybe even me talking about the reason why I do this will inspire you to get on and do the things that you do. Now, a little bit odd, but 
if you're a little bit odd to say, I mean, but, you know, for those of you who are in creative works, it is actually really important that you listen back, watch back what you're doing, because you need to be able to grow from what you're doing. And so that's the reason why probably the first person who streams my podcast when it goes out is me. But let me encourage you, if you've got a creative interest, um, you do just have to put in the hours, find the time, um, uh, you know, kind of work it out when it's going to be. And uh, and I hope that that is an encouragement to you. Anyway, um, today I'm going to be reading from my website, uh, from the second in my personal development series. If I haven't already said it, this is actually season six of my podcast. Season six, episode two is called 4D your to-do list and I'm going to be reading this from my website and let me just say again this is actually a principle a thing that I learned from my friend Matt Summerfield Um, and if you are able to follow him do do that he's just Matt Summerfield um, on all of social media Uh, you can also go to his website and the website where he teaches this stuff um, is called stretch your life and so you can go to stretchyourlife.com um, and uh, and and uh, you can find him there. He's absolutely brilliant and I uh, highly recommend him to you. So there you go. I don't know if Matt listens to my podcast, but now um, he'll be sick of hearing his own name. So there we go. Um, this post then is called 4D Your To-Do List. Oh, and I should just say that the post itself um, uh, gives another name check to Matt. So there you go. We're totally overdoing it now. Anyway, here you go, 4D, your to-do list. One of my favorite mentors, oh my goodness, is a guy called Matt Summerfield. Other mentors are available. Um, It's also important you know that because what I'm about to write or what I'm about to tell you is something that he taught me. And I'd very much recommend him to you if you're looking for some encouragement, professional development. And if you want to, you can check out his website, which is stretchyourlife.com. Anyway, here we go. Uh, (laughs) A couple of years ago, Matt taught me an excellent little principle, which he has kindly allowed me to pass on to you. It's called 4D, your to-do list, and it is gold. If you read the previous post to this one, the right questions to ask in your life is too full, you'll know that I've struggled with the negative effects of filling my life to the brim. Often when we become busy, one of several things could be happening. Maybe you're someone who finds it too difficult to say no to others. Perhaps you feel deeply about many causes and you can't choose which one is more worthy. It could be that you're in a position of responsibility and you've got out of control because there is now too much at stake. Whatever the problem is, it's important to sort out what's going wrong sooner rather than later because when everything in your life becomes a top priority, you'll be far less effective. As the saying goes, when everything is a priority, nothing is a priority. The 4D Your To-Do List is a great way to begin looking at your priorities. Of course, though, um, it isn't isn't magic, Um, so don't expect all your problems to melt away. But if you do try it, you should expect to start seeing responsibilities in a new light. 
So here we go. This is the 4D to-do list. The first D is ditch. Ditch it. Let's be honest with ourselves. We do many things that could be ditched. Maybe there are things you do that are out of tradition. Perhaps you think other people expect you to do this thing. Just take a moment to look at your responsibilities. There's got to be something that you can let go of. If there is, ditch it and do something more productive and life-giving with your time. A great way to know, and this is kind of coming off of the coming off of the uh, the post now. A great way to know whether you should ditch something is to ask the question. So, well, there's a few questions, but ask ask, ask these questions to yourself. Um, does this thing I'm about to do uh, make a difference to anybody? Will anybody notice if I don't do it? If I don't do it, will anybody care? If I don't do this thing, if I ditch this thing, is it going to free up my time to do something more worthwhile? Now, there are more questions to ask yourself, but there are things that we do that we say, well, that's important, that's something I want to do. But actually, well, really and truly, it could just be that this thing is filling your time for no reason whatsoever. So, delegate it, the second D. This is a big one for me. Now, I'm not saying I'm a control freak, but there are some things I like doing in a particular way. There's also some things I've historically done that are essential or seen by me as essential. And if I don't do these things, then we'll all be worse off. Of course, some things can't be ditched. They genuinely need someone to focus on them. The question is, do you need to be the one to do it? Maybe there's someone else you can teach. Okay, they may not be as perfect as you, but does that really matter? If you delegate something to someone else, and again, just coming off script for a second, if you delegate something to someone else, yeah, okay, the first time that they have a crack at something, that person may actually need some of your time to release them. But in the long run, that's far better. And it's far better for you because you can get that thing off of your list that perhaps you don't really need to be doing. But it's far better for you as well because then you're raising somebody else up. Again, if you listen to the last post, you might remember um, me talking about um, how there's the things that you are best at. Well, if you're doing something that you could delegate, you could actually be robbing somebody else's best from them. That's quite a challenge. And I, I really love people. And I really think we should put everything we do through the lens of loving people. And that is a really helpful thing for me to think is, can I delegate this to someone else? Can they run with this in a different way? And then just tell me how it went. That's something that I try and do. I'm not perfect at it, but that's something I try and do. And it also means that that the detailing, the ramifications of something, like may, let, maybe, for example, it's a simple email, right? And it's an email that isn't really about me. It's more about us, okay? Let's say I answer that email. What's that going to do? That's going to generate another email response to me. Well, let's say I pass that email off to someone who is actually uh, able to give that a little bit more time than me. 
Yes, that will generate another email response to them, but that may stop more further interference. I think about my administrator in the Youth and Schools project uh, that I that I work in in Bridge North. Um, there are some things where uh, I'll have an email, then I'll turn to her and say, oh, what's the answer to this? And she'll say, blah, 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 blah. And I, and I write it in the email and send it, and then it generates another response where I go, hey, what's the answer to this? And they go, blah, 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 blah. What I'm trying to do here with Delegate It is take away all of that silly toing and froing. Just give the email thread to her. Now, by the same token, even though, yeah, okay, I'm the boss and she's the administrator, yes, but there may be something on her plate that could be delegated to me. And this is a very reciprocal process because it could be she's doing something that I'm best at. And it could be that there's something that has landed on someone else's plate that is really for my plate. In the same way, there's stuff on my plate that's someone else's. And you get, you're getting the picture. You know what this is all about. Let me, let me move on. So the third D then is delay it. And by delay, I don't mean procrastinate. You hear me out a second, okay? So I've got just this one more thing to do before I can stop. That's something that you'll frequently hear me say because I'm kind of a fanatic. But generally, I'm only doing that one last thing because I can't cope with leaving it hanging. That's the fanatic in me. My wife might say... Um, uh, you know, when are you going to be finished? And I might be doing something that doesn't really need to be done right now. But I have this feeling in me that it, it does need to be done because if I leave it hanging, it's going to cause me stress. So if I'm in that situation, you'll know I feel I've got behind. Still, I often only get behind because I've filled my time with things that could be done better. Recently, I've taken to moving things off of my to-do list altogether in favour of adding stuff to my diary instead. Why would I do that? Well, something on my to-do list will taunt me for not doing it, but something in my diary will come along in a timely fashion with no further thought for me. Let me, get, let me just add a little bit more detail to this. I don't know really what your life is like, what what fills your time, what you do. Um, but for me, there is a, a necessity to have multiple to-do lists, uh, multiple things that are not just a today thing to do, there are today things to do, but things to do in a month, in three months, or in a recurrent fashion. Um, well, this is a little tip that I would love for you to try. If you're someone who's got lots of things that need scheduling, then use your calendar to schedule them. So, for example, yes, I've got something to write. Well, yeah, but if I put that in my to-do list, I'm just going to keep missing it because when do I have, I don't know, three hours to just sit down and write on the every day? Well, the point is I don't have three hours every day to write. The point is that I look at when the deadline is for that. Let's say the deadline is in a month and I need three hours. Maybe I need three hours then I need to leave it for a little while, then reread it for editing, okay? So let's say that's three hours plus one hour. So that's four hours, but it has to be over two days. Well, knowing that that's coming up and it has to be done in a month, then why don't I put that written thing in on a day in three weeks 
where there's nothing else in the diary, something that hasn't come up yet. And I put it in and I block it out. Okay, there's three hours where I'm going to write this thing. Well, that's great. That's the time to write it. Then, say, two days later or a day later, I put in an hour or an hour and a half for editing. Again, I put it in the diary at a time when I know that I'm not going to be fussed with something else. Maybe, for example, an edit can happen at the end of a day, you know, when everything else is done and I just finish the day with it. Maybe it's an early morning thing for you. I love to do an edit when there's no other sound. So sometimes I'll actually schedule a written edit in the evening, particularly when everyone else has gone to bed. Um, you know, I know it's only going to take an hour. I don't want to write it in the evening. That's going to take hours. I'm going to edit it in the evening where it just takes a short amount of time and then get a little bit of sense of, oh, yeah, okay, there's a bit of satisfaction there. And then I can go and head off to bed. But that's really important. And delaying stuff often means being smart and organized, which, as I say, may have a lot more to do with taking something off of your to-do list altogether and scheduling it in your diary. What's happening next week? Let me have a look. Well, okay, great. I've got to write. In fact, let me do this just one second. Um, let me have a little look. I'll do this live while I'm, while I'm speaking to you. So let's have a look. Ah, good, good, good. Okay. So in my diary, next Friday, I've got an assembly, uh, a whole school assembly that I'm going to take. And, um, and so that's on uh, Friday the 19th. I'm going to write that assembly. Um, where am I? Sorry, I'm looking up. This is a bit of an, of an odd way for me to do it. So uh, Monday the 15th, I'm not writing it on the 15th, not writing it on the 16th, uh, not writing it on the 17th. Ah, there you go. So I'm writing it the day before, uh, but I've got a good chunk of time there. That's one, two, uh, two and a half hours I've got there um, to, to write that. Now that two and a half hours is going to be where I write the assembly. It's only an eight minute assembly, but I need I need a good 45 minutes to an hour to write that. Then I need to record it. Sorry, getting a little bit behind the scenes here. I need to record it. Then I need some time to practice it. Now, the reason why I record it is because then it sits on my phone. What I'll do then is through the afternoon and the evening, I'll listen to it a few times like a podcast. <laughs> And I'll just keep reciting it back so that then on the Friday morning, as I'm driving to the assembly, I can just recite it to myself and then get up and deliver the assembly. So that is a way to delay something for your own benefit. OK, let's go to the fourth one then. And the fourth one is the obvious, if you like. This is do it. <laughs> so um, if you're looking at your to do list, ditched things, uh, delegated to others and delayed anything you shouldn't do today, you might find that you're left with a few essential tasks that need doing now. If that's the case, there's probably nothing else to say than that you should probably get on with that stuff and get it done. Finally, let me encourage you that focusing on your responsibilities is a good thing. Still, you should expect to need to test any new plans or boundaries you try to set. 
Sometimes we try things and they don't work, which is fine. Changing something little is good news. Give it a try, and if it doesn't work, try something else. And as ever, I really hope that uh, you let me know how things uh, sort of go. If you've got any uh, thoughts or 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 successes or failures you want to talk about you're very welcome to come back to me and uh, just as I come to the end of this episode then which uh, is season six episode two there you go um, let me just uh, encourage you that if you haven't subscribed to this podcast yet that I would really appreciate it Um, as I said at the beginning I do this podcast because I want to get better at podcasting but that doesn't change the fact that if you're enjoying it that it would be an encouragement to me to see that you have uh, subscribed. In a sense, it helps me to know how much effort to put into this. Uh, If there's an opportunity to review it, please review it. Um, I said on the last podcast that as a general rule, if I consume a bit of digital content that someone's provided to me for free, I generally go and drop a like even before they've asked. So there's a there's a YouTuber I love. I actually click like before he even starts talking because I know it's going to be quality. I enjoy it. Um, I do it with every single. Here's a funny thing. I I drop a like on every single SNL sketch that I watch on YouTube. Reason why I do that is because. Uh, then I know which ones I've watched. (laughs) But as a general rule, I actually really like the principle of just getting right in front of um, the things that you consume online, remembering that it took time, it took effort, it took passion, and dropping that like even before they ask. It's not just a marketing thing. It's about valuing the things that we spend our time doing. And if you spend your time listening to podcasts, find a way to leave five stars you know if you're if you're coming back for more then go and review it leave a little comment um share it with your friends this is how we know when we're content creators and maybe you create content too this is how we know that we're doing well now i'll listen back to this podcast i'll be the first person who will listen back to it and i'll and i'll be the one who goes oh wow i thought that i did well here i did badly here and i'll try and improve every single time for my benefit and for your benefit and if you can i would absolutely love it if you could give me some response anyway let me just say for now that i hope you're doing really well and i'll see you soon (laughs) 